I was really inspired and I wanted to have this conversation with you right from here. I'll show you where I am first of all. So you can see this is the top of Mount Douglas. Social distancing, it's a beautiful hike. And um, it had me thinking a lot. Uh, by the way, I just want you to take a look. Just This is my hike that I do. I'm training for an event that's supposedly happening in August. So it was a hike, the equivalent of Mount Everest. Hey, Debbie. And uh, so what I've been doing is I've been showing up and training and just getting out and just being part of nature. And it's so beautiful. I just wanted to show, show off my beautiful city. What's up, Nikki? I got some interesting insights for you. And uh, it's just gorgeous here in Victoria. And um, <clears throat> something really interesting came up. Yesterday we did our how to connect to a disconnected child. Let me know where you're signing in from. I'd love to hear from you. Nikki, Jack, hey, what's up, bud? Um, so the interesting thing that came up, I did a little workshop for my clients and I opened it up to people who weren't normally uh, clients of our, of our programs. Um, and we talked about how to connect to a disconnected child and it's so amazing. There were about 20 moms there. There were no dads. Uh, there were about 20 moms. And <clears throat> I wasn't giving parenting advice. We were basing it on Dr. Shafali's work and the work of using uh, conscious parenting tools, meaning taking uh, whatever is showing up that's triggering you with your children as a mirror to go inside and to be able to heal that part of us, to use the child-parent relationship as a spiritual practice. Not this kind of superiority I have to teach, but really a humble like, wow, you're here to teach me just as much. I'm, uh, I'm here to learn just as much as, as I am here to teach you type of relationship. And I kind of entitled it, three hour training I wish I gave my parents. <laughs> I wish I gave my mother. This is the three hour message I'd like to give my mother if she could just stop and listen <laughs> and not try to make me wrong. That's the real title of the presentation of, of the workshop we did last night. But in, I say that in a funny way, but I actually, it's called How to Connect to a Disconnected Child. It was absolutely beautiful. It brought me to tears. All the moms there were in tears. And what we did was we opened up the possibility of using the parent-child relationship as a spiritual practice for conscious parenting. Whenever something came up for you with the child to be able to look in and, and own the trait of what you're judging. And the, the big, the big revelation that came from all of this was that <clears throat> every mother, whenever the child action or big feelings had the same problem, they brought themselves into it. They made it about them. They made it about their own failure. Okay, they made it about their own failure. In other words, the kids spilled the milk, the kids dealing with, you know, break, broken heart, the kids dealing with their addictions or dissociating and checking out. And the mother is turning around and saying, it, may, it means I'm a bad mom. It means I'm, there's guilt and shame involved, which brings up the ego. And then as a normal kind of triggered reaction, the mother just wants to go and fix. In other words, there's a little bit of a hero concept. 
<clears throat> and I'm just listening to it and I'm listening to everyone's, every woman, every mom share. And I'm like, that's what my mother has. My mother's got the same affliction. And when you don't learn to regulate it, it shows up. Well, she had it when we were ha when I was going through difficult times, she had it. So she would be jumping in to try to solve it and then become the hero and inside. I just didn't want to be rescued. I didn't need a hero. And so it got me thinking and, and, and going, wow, to the, to, to the moms, wow, why, why do you have to bring yourself into it? Why do you have to make it about you? And I was getting really triggered, which had me ask myself the very same question, okay? Which had me ask myself the very same question. And this question is, where do I do this? Where do I do this? Where do I do this with my kids? No, excuse me, with, I don't have kids. With Where do I make myself, bring myself in? And I realize that that happens to me quite a bit with my clients. When my clients are struggling, instead of being there sometimes in my old ways, now I've been able to catch it and really be, being able to regulate it. It's had my facilitation and coaching skills go through the roof when I was able to observe myself making their breakdown about me. I must, I must be a bad coach if they're having this experience. And I realize, holy shit, I do that. And that's what happens when we have the hero complex. That reaction comes entirely from our hero complex. And then I had to look and go, fuck yeah, I totally want to be the hero. I totally became a chiropractor because I wanted to be the hero. Uh, I wa it, it was, it's a normal, healthy part of the development of a, of a healer, of a chiropractor, or a facilitator of healing, I should say, it's better use of language. But this, this desire to just be the person's hero, because we had that happen as chiropractic patients. I was a patient, and I was like, wow, this guy's like my hero, I wanna be like him. He was my chiropractor when I was 13, inspired me to become a chiropractor. And then it, I made, I took, it's as BJ Palmer says, take no credit, take no blame. I was taking the credit. I wanted the credit. I wanted the hero. I wanted the credit. And so it was like, ah, that's what a parent feels like when they are wanting to become more of the hero rather than using the dynamic as a, as a mirror to just go and work on healing those insecure parts of me that come up when a client or let's say a kid, I'm about to be a dad, my son or daughter will be born on October the 3rd and my job as a parent will be, I believe, to see every one of their breakdowns and to observe my tendency to want to be their hero, to make their issue my issue. I think that is the, the, the art and science, neuroscience and <clears throat> failure and success and falling and getting up of parenting and I really look forward to it and it's it's um, it's gonna take a desire to get outside of the hero complex which is completely based on ego and not not be conditional not be it's taking me out of it you know essentially and so I think that that's what I gather to be what conscious parenting is. That was the conversation we had yesterday in the group call, how to connect to a disconnected child. And what I realize is that this is our work, it's any spiritual practice of any breakdown happening around us, instead of bringing ourselves into it to actually be objective. 
and easy for me to say, I'm not a mother. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this conversation with just a, a huge acknowledgement that it is super duper easy. Thanks, Jack. Big love to you, my friend. It is super duper easy for somebody like me who isn't a mother, who hasn't had a baby growing inside of them, to say, I acknowledge that. Like, what right do I have? What freaking right do I have to tell a mother how to parent? I'm not doing that. I'm not telling how to, uh, a mother how to parent. I do not envy that job whatsoever. I have zero qualms. I don't envy you if you're a mother. I don't, I don't wish I was like you. I don't wish to be one. Um, wow. To have that level of just tethering with another person's emotions and having to separate. That's your growth, is to separate yourself from the emotions of your kid. Can you do that? And that's that. That's all about kind of go, getting over the guilt of choosing to look after you, <laughs> putting the oxygen mask on yourself. And it's a universal challenge and a very worthwhile endeavor to heal. And uh, I love that conversation, anything to do with healing. So my intention of this, this conversation was to call myself out that I was judging moms going, what the hell, why are you so obsessed and with this trying to fix everything? And then I had to own the fact that I do what I do solely because I just wanted to be the hero. I wanted to be important. And whenever I would do that, I would take the credit. And then when things wouldn't go well, or that I would have a breakdown with a client relationship, then I would take all the blame instead of just going, look, I'm not responsible for you. I'm responsible to you. And the role that I'd rather play is I don't want to be your hero. I would rather be your guide. And I would, and I can't guide you down a path that I haven't been myself. And if I want you as my child to feel resilient, to be able to calm their emotions, to be able to handle their stress and be self-loving and really see their own strength, then I gotta be willing to go there myself first so that I can lead you down a path that I've, I've myself been. So that's my invitation, is to call yourself out to your kid and let them know that you're committed to not trying to control them during this stressful time, that you are going to work towards, you know, not trying to put them in a box of what you think they should be, or what you've always fantasized about, and and do to do the, to do the difficult work that it takes. Somebody just called me to do the difficult work it takes to actually um, loving me first, loving myself first, so that I can show you how to do it. So that's a very um, important uh, conversation we had with our tribe yesterday and the people. Rebecca, you came yesterday. I was so curious to, to wondering what, what was your biggest revelation? What was your takeaway? This was your chance. You had some pretty big revelations in that journey. I was really excited to guide you uh, down this path into your darkness and so it's a privilege to be able to do that for people let me know if you um, if you have any questions about it I'd love to do more trainings and help you you know come to a deeper revelation and realization so see you at the next perfect time